uh, on this podcast, uh, some books that I've read recently. Uh, one that has really changed the way I look at things and the way that I view my life and my marriage um, and whatnot. And the other one I want to talk about, it just didn't fucking do anything. Like, and I'm going to tell you why. So the first book I want to shoot down, and I don't give a fuck, okay, is called, it's called Cowboy the F Up by Don Bendel and Dr. Janet Bendel. Um, this book, when I first read it and I got it, you know, I was like, oh, wow. It, 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 it talks about how to be a man in today's world. I think a lot of us guys, okay, a lot of us guys, I'm not trying to shoot anybody down, but I think a lot of us don't really have the, the, like the man, like the, like the traditional man skill set. Now I know there's going to be all these fucking, you know, left wing feminist shit, bullshit talking about, well, we had toxic masculinity, toxic, listen, okay, there's nothing wrong with learning how to be a man, okay, there's nothing wrong with that, all right, now your views on different things, that your view of, like if you view women less and shit like that, yeah, obviously that's a problem, but there's no fucking nothing wrong with just being a man, like learning how to value your own self, learning how to you know, maybe, you know, do things like work on cars or things around the house or just do things that a man is supposed to do, you know. Now, are we all going to be able to do that, like, at 100%? No, we're not. But I can tell you that, like, you should know and should have the skill set to be a man. And what I mean by man is, like, again, taking care of your family, protecting your family, um, having integrity, things like that. And you know what? And yeah, you say, well, that's just a person. What about just being a person, non-gender? Fuck you, okay? Because it's about just being a man, all right? Now, I'm not talking about like a machismo man where it's like, you know, you don't eat pussy and shit like that. Fuck that, okay? I gotta, you, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta have my serving. But, you know, like, it's just, with this book, the guy that is writing it, he's like an, uh, he's a, uh, a Marine or was an active Marine. I look, I don't know how to say that shit. I know there's Marines out there. If I say ex Marine, they're going to get all fucking bent out of shape. If I say he was a Marine, then they get all bent out of shape or is a Marine. Well, he's not active. I don't know. And I really don't give a fuck. Okay. So, but he used to be an active Marine person, whatever. And he knows uh, like 10 different jujitsus or karates or whatever the fuck, right? And so he goes through all these like scenarios in his life where having those backgrounds are is what's helping him be a man. And look, you know what? This book is completely fucking useless. Let me tell you why. Because all the scenarios he gives are all about, you know, him being, you know, in the Marines and the Marines this and Marines that, which, which is great. That's awesome. But it doesn't apply to your everyday man. Do, do you guys see what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Like, it doesn't apply that because I don't know 10 different types of martial arts and I didn't open up my own martial arts school. And you know what I mean? Because this is the things that he did. And he talks about how, like, there were some guys that came down to his martial arts school to give him trouble. And he, like, karate kicked one in the fucking face or whatever. And that's showing him being a man. Okay, but um, you know what? I can't even lift my leg past my fucking knee half the time, okay? So I don't know how the fuck that's even going to apply to me. And, you know, just the other scenarios uh, that he had were just, they, they, they just did not apply to your everyday man. 
Now, was it, now, was it, like, okay, it was an easy read. I think I want to say I read it within a couple days, and me being busy and shit like that, I read it within, like, two to three days. And um, it was an easy read. It was, a, you know, it, it, it was an interesting read. But, again, I feel that that book was completely useless, you know, in, in so far as bettering myself. Because, like, right now, that look, I'm almost going to be 40 years old, okay? I'm not saying that, like, I didn't... Uh, grow up to become a man or anything like that, but I will say that my dad didn't really teach me how to be like quote unquote manly. Now again, I'm not you know I ain't no fucking pussy or anything like that, but you know like just kind of the way um, like he didn't teach me how to really uphold my beliefs and my integrity and stuff like that. Like all those things, I had to learn slowly throughout my life. Not. My dad didn't neglect me or anything, you know, he didn't fucking touch me or abuse me or anything like that, you know, it's just that I think, because look, my dad was in the military, so he was gone a lot, you know what I'm saying, like, and so my mom raised me, which, I would say my mom raised me mostly, and when my dad would be working on cars or shit like that, my dad was kind of like that old school type where it's like, hey, I don't want no kids around while I'm working on the car, or I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, so he kind of like shooed me away. Not like in a mean asshole way. He was just like, look, I'm busy, you know, go play. That was his way of thinking. And, you know, I missed out a lot on that shit growing up. Which really brings me to the next book. Um, so, I would say all in all, fuck that book, Cowboy the F Up. Like, you know what, You know, okay, hold on. I, I kind of want to backstep a little bit. Because there's a, there's a part in the book where he talks about, I guess his wife is... If I remember, she's like dying of cancer because he, I guess he got married a few times and one of his wives, whatever, was dying of cancer and she was, you know, sick and shit like that. And he leans over to her, whispers in her ear, you know, cowboy the fuck up. And then she magically like starts getting better or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I just, I just don't, I'm not going to sit there and say like, I, I, I don't agree with it. I just don't, like, really? Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, you whisper over to your dying wife, like she's dying, she's in the hospital, and you just go, cowboy the fuck up. And then she fucking magically gets better or starts doing shit again. It's like, no, dude. Like, I, I recently had a coworker whose dad, whose father, had passed away uh, within this past week. And he had, he had, I want to say like three strokes within like a week or something or two weeks. It was something ridiculous, something crazy. And he's laying in his hospital bed unresponsive and shit. Like, so you're telling me that you can go up to like, she should have went up to her dad laying in her hospital, laying in his hospital bed, fucking, you know, dying and just go cowboy the fuck up. And he's going to go, oh yeah, you're right. Like, no dude, get, get the fuck out of here and kill yourself. All right. So I think that. Uh, Don Bendel and Dr. Janet Bendel can uh, lick my balls. Thank you. Which, you know, again, I want to come back to this next book. Now, the next book, I will tell you, has been life-changing for me. My life is, I would say, middle of the road, okay? Like, I have money. I'm not rich. I'm not poor. You know, I have, you know, like, I have a wife. I have a, a fantastic fucking kid. You know, like, I have, I, I, like, I live in the nicest house I've ever lived in in my life. Um, 
and you know I drive you know a truck that I want that is my ultimate dream vehicle absolutely it's not so I mean like I said to me my life is middle of the road my life is good okay it's not terrible it's not bad but I'm always looking to improve my surroundings and improve myself and just improve my predicament. Um, and again, not to say that my predicament is bad or it's terrible or things are fucked up, but again, I want things to be better. So I look, so I find this book, okay, and it's called No More Mr. Nice Guy, A Proven Plan for Getting What You Want in Love, Sex, and Life, and it's by Dr. Robert Glover, Dr. Robert Glover, and let me tell you, this book was also a decent read. Uh, what, what I mean by decent read, I mean like it was an easy read. It wasn't nothing difficult. It didn't take me weeks to read it. I mean, time-wise, I want to say it's, a, it's like a maybe it takes about four to five hours. Maybe if you read it straight, if you have that kind of time. If you take out 30 minutes a day, it'll take you a few days. You know, but it's, it's an easy read. Um, there's nothing confusing in it. There's nothing ridiculous about it. I mean, okay, look, I will say maybe, maybe a couple of the scenarios, eh, maybe a little fucked up or a little weird. I don't know. It just doesn't really, eh. But for, I would say for 90% of it, this book hit life on the fucking head straight on. Because the first scenario he gets is, uh, or he talks about is how uh, he's, this, this, this gentleman is having issues in his marriage. And, I, and you know what? Like we all do. Okay. Now this kind of goes back to me talking about being a man. Okay. A lot of us, not, not all of us. Okay. But there's some of us out here who, who focus on, you know, making our wives happy. And it's that old bullshit about happy wife, happy life. Uh, you know, and I, I, for the longest time for years, you know, I, I've, I've been with my wife for uh, 10, 11 years, somewhere around there. And I'm not, not, not married for that long, but we've been together. I don't want that to be like, oh, he doesn't know how long he's been married. Oh. Well, no, it's just that we've been together for about 10, 11 years. And for the longest time, that was my, like, that was my fucking philosophy. You know, I have to make my wife happy. I have to make my wife happy. I have to make my wife happy. And, you know, after reading this book, I said, fuck that. Not fuck her, okay? Not like, fuck my wife, I don't give a shit. Not that, but fuck that way of thinking, okay? And I don't subscribe to that anymore. And I'll tell you what, it, it, it is such a fucking relief. I, like, it's, it's almost as if, like, that, again, not, not to be cliche, but, like, we're, that thousand pound weight has been lifted off. And, you know, all it took was for me to read this, this book and really realize that and then to implement it. And I'll tell you, like I said, I feel less, less stressed out. Even, and, and look, I, I know I said at the beginning, I wasn't going to really talk about it, but I'm kind of going to kind of mention it. Even during this whole virus uh, epidemic, whatever shit, you know, my wife is freaking out, which, you know, I totally get. I, I 100% get it. And so, like, she's telling me the other night how, you know, this is really stressing her out and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not reacting, you know. And because I'm, because also in the book it talks about, like, letting go. 
like letting go of like if your wife is getting stressed out, upset, and you try to solve her problems, which a lot of us guys do because guys, we like to fix shit. We want to fix things and we can't do that. Like we can't fix everything. There's just some shit that we can't fix. I can't fix this fucking coronavirus shit, obviously. So there's 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 no reason for me to get out of out of control or or for for me to start fucking worrying and getting all crazy because that's that's not gonna you know solve anything. So she mentions to me, she's like, well, it seems like you don't even really care or this and that. I'm like, look, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I'm not going to react and feed off of like the stress and the worry and the stuff because then because then now you go from one person worrying and freaking out to two and you know what that's not that's not conducive and so you know I'm explaining this to her and you know she's worried about you know well what if you know we can't work and blah 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 and you know we financially suffer which dude again a hundred percent legit concerns right but you know i explained to her look i have a plan you know that i have i have a plan if things go really south i have a plan we're going to be okay you know you know so forth and so on it's going to be it's going to be a struggle but you know i have a plan which you know i think from before I think I would have just rolled over and been like, okay, well, I'll go get a job right now. Like, uh, I'll do it for us and uh, I'll make everything better. And, and you know what? That would just create so much resentment and fucking stress and all this shit. And I don't, you know, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I'm going to be fucking 40. I can't live a stressful life anymore. Now, I just want to be clear about something. This is kind of an asterisk. I'm not saying that my wife is stressing me out or, you know, or anything like that. What I'm saying is, is that within situations within a marriage, I've let go of trying to be the problem solver. Now, you know, if things go wrong, obviously I'm going to act, you know, I'm going to act and take care of my family. But I've let go of being the problem solver, the worry wart, because that's just how I was, you know, if I couldn't solve my wife's problem or just a problem or for whatever, I would start panicking. I would start fucking getting anxiety. It would ruin my fucking day. And so like I said, again, I let go of that and it's been so much fucking better. It's been so much just, just for myself, so much better. And so like in the book, uh, and again, I, I, you know, I really encourage you guys, you know, my, my, uh, my male listeners to really pick this book up and fucking read it. Um, it's fucking great. And even my female listeners, if there's any female listeners out there, I really recommend that you read this book for two reasons. One, yeah, it's geared towards men. However, it also, in like, it also applies to women. And I'm going to tell you why that applies to women here in a minute. The second reason is because you can better understand what your husband is going through or what your husband or how he might be thinking or why he's doing the shit that he's doing or, you know, X, Y, Z. I, 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 again, I highly, re- I highly recommend it for any be- for, for anybody that's in a relationship, in a marriage, or anything like that. I really highly recommend it. So. I, okay, and again, 
call me gay all you want. I'm vaping right now because I, you know, I'm, I'm inside the house, so fuck you. But anyway, <laughs> that's just a little side deal there. Um, so uh, the reason why it applies to men and women is for this reason. The reason is because in the book he explains how <clears throat> you develop this nice guy syndrome. And again, to be fair, I'm going to say nice person syndrome, okay? Because you could be male, female, uh, trans, upside down, sideways. I don't fucking know, okay? It's, a, it's, it's all just a fucking blur. <clears throat> but you could be a nice, uh, the, uh, it's, he calls it the nice guy syndrome, okay? And what it is, is again, going back to what I was saying earlier, you try to solve, every, you know, you try to solve, you know, the problems, you just kind of take, you just, you become submissive, you just kind of like, eh, you know, and, and, and uh, he talks about this scenario, which, which was fucking spot on. And if this speaks to you, again, like I'm saying, fucking pick up this book. He's talking about how this guy, you know, is married and he would do everything for his wife, but no matter what he did, she was never happy. She was never fucking satisfied. Okay. And then he goes on to explain because he put forth this nice guy persona, which he put her in front of himself, which in the book he explains how that's not a good thing. Like you have to put yourself first. As a man, you have to take care of your needs. You, you have needs that you need to take care of. And here's the problem with a lot of it is that he also explains how, and, and this is the way that I used to think too, by putting myself first, um, I looked at it as being selfish. Okay. Uh, and, and again, as you read the book, you find out that's not the case. You need to do this. You need to put yourself first. You need to take care of number one. Okay. You have to. Because if you don't, then you're not going to be able to really take care of two, three, and four. Do you see what I'm saying? Like you're not, you have to take care of number one first. So how do they get this nice guy syndrome? It's because, and again, the way he explains it is because as a child, you experienced some type of um, abandonment or not like real, I mean, it can be everything from just like I was saying, my dad was gone a lot. He didn't abandon me, but he was gone a lot because, you know, my dad was in the military or it could be all the way from just that scenario to your dad went out for a pack of cigarettes and never fucking came home. Okay. And, um, and so in one of the scenarios, he explains how, so since I grew up with, you know, a lot of female in the house and whatnot, I was taught how, you know, you should always make, make a female happy. I had to please, I had to please a woman, which is my mother. I had to, you know, like, well, not like please her sexually, obviously, but I had to like, Make you know, like if I did something wrong, she was the one getting upset at me, and so I had to do certain things to make sure she wasn't upset with me. So that carries on to you know with me into my adulthood. Okay, so I was doing everything, you know, to try to not make my wife be upset at me, and the same thing with this dude in the scenario he's talking about, and it was just a failure, you know, every time. Well, once he started doing things for himself, and you started to let go of you know trying to put everybody else first but himself, things begin to change. And I can tell you from my personal experience, hands down, I'm not saying that, you know, I, 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 I want to say it's only been about two weeks or so, maybe three since this has all started. Um, I have noticed a difference. I have noticed a pretty, pretty decent difference. Um, and uh, it's it's been great so far as my stress level. Um, you know, I found now that I'm not stress eating anymore, um, I'm not, 
I don't feel anxious. Like, I don't feel that anxiety popping up all the time, you know. Does it still happen? Yeah, I mean, of course, it's not like a magic pill or anything, but, you know, it does, it has fucking helped. So, I will say that this book itself has really dramatically, dramatically changed my life. And I really highly recommend that uh, y'all gentlemen need to get on that shit. Like, severely get on it. Um, and again, the book is called No More Mr. Nice Guy, A Proven Plan for Getting What You Want in Love, Sex, and Life by Dr. Robert Glover. If, if, if somebody recommends to you that book, Cowboy the F Up by Don Bendel, tell them to go fuck themselves and go fuck their mother. Because that book is bullshit. Alright? So anyway, I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Bobby Mac Jumbo XL Podcast. Thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys have a great rest of the day, rest of the night, morning, afternoon, whenever, wherever it is you listen to this fucking podcast. Thank you guys again. Don't forget to tune into the next episode uh, coming out uh, hopefully pretty soon, and we'll get all this we'll get all this shit rolling, ladies and gentlemen. Also, don't forget to stop by Hair Studio 151, located on Petrenko Road and Highway 151 here in San Antonio, Texas. You can call, make an appointment. That place is fucking clean. Don't worry about the fucking uh, dirty, itchy pussy virus. You want to get it? You you want to call them at two one zero. 679-0237. That's 210-679-0237. Thanks, and I love y'all. I'm gonna set your place on fire. Let's get higher.